and welcome to another episode of Dos Napsinkos. This is episode number 123, or 123. But before we get into it, as always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. I can't think of anything. <laughs> All right, Ben, go ahead and start us off since you're so late. What do you mean? I'm on time. We're all here, aren't we? We're all on time. We're all... This was supposed to go off 13 minutes ago. You have wasted our film. Wasted our film? You wasted all our film. (laughs) You wasted our time. All right. All right, Ben, what else did you see this week besides Independence Day for the first time ever? Well... Wait, that can't be true. I have never seen Independence Day in my life until today. Oh my god! I saw Independence Day Resurgence. Why, oh, why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode of Dos Nas Cinco's. We're gonna we are opening auditions for another Cinco. Ben is just a failure. <laughs> yeah, I saw the worst one. I saw the worst part. Well, I, I mean, I I feel like this was like one of the first things we said to each other. You know, it was like Independence Day shit. You know. Like that, that well, we'll get into that later. But you had uh, so much time to learn about Independence Day. I mean, I, the first time I got introduced to Ben was what year did we go to Evo? Was that 2012? 2011, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, no. and Sean was spouting out like Independence yeah. Day lines the entire time. Yeah. So the whole you time had Ben's over... just like, yeah, I, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's you were a liar from the beginning up until oh this God. year. I had always believed that you had probably done your due diligence and gotten, you know, I have your things sorted out and got only a took to 10 you. years. Yeah. Anyways, I decided <laughs> to watch. Um, well, I didn't decide to watch. It was forced onto me this movie um you may have heard this movie before the the legend of ricky o is that what it's called what mm, nope i haven't heard of that okay well uh buoy has graciously chosen that movie as the week's movie for our group and uh that was probably the most Gortastic movie I have ever seen in my life. Story of Ricky? The I don't what is it? Ricky, Ricky o, the story Bobby? of Ricky, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, that Ricky one. O? Okay. Yeah, that one. It um man, I, I can't even exaggerate how gortastic that movie is. You know, there's <clears> just <throat> so much shit that happens in it for a nineteen ninety one movie that was just like wow, holy fucking shit. Uh that, Stu, stop me when you've uh, heard this before. Ricky O, the story of Ricky, also known as the story of Ricky, is a 1991 Hong Kong martial arts splatter film written and directed by so-and-so. The film is loosely based on Japanese manga of the same name. Why are we not surprised that this is what you guys were watching? Hey, Bowie chose it. You know, we're just we're just living in Bowie's world. Yeah, <laughs> we just yeah, it's Bowie's world. We just live in it. Okay, continue, Ben. And the the synopsis of the film is that it is some sort of dystopian future, and for whatever <laughs> reason in this dystopian future, everyone can perform just the most graphic, ultra-violent moves that have ever been graced on the screen. And it's amazing that this is literally the second movie that Bowie has chosen where this has exactly happened, where the dystopian future backdrop did not fucking matter to the story at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second fucking time. It's just like, oh yeah, the the, nu- the world's been nuked to shit and, you know, th- there's only a few survivors, but they all could do really cool fucking martial arts and make everyone explode, you know? That's that's um, that's amazing. You know, if I had a, a nickel for every time that happened, <laughs> I'd have two nickels. <laughs> That doesn't sound like it happens very often if you only have two nickels from that. It's movie. just strange that it happened twice. <laughs> it was hyped up as a post-apocalyptic dystopian future society where none of that came into play at yeah. all. I mean, what was it? There was a scene where, oh man, they went to very, uh, well, they went to a lot of detail in this scene where this they put this guy in a meat grinder. 
Whoa. And they just like focused on it so much, you know, of him just jamming him in the meat grinder. And then this close up of what I assume would is just ground meat coming out of like yeah. an actual meat grinder, you know, <laughs> and they just kept going for that uh, like that for like at least two minutes because the guy didn't just go in in one fluid motion. Um, they they really focused on the protagonist really just jamming this guy into the <laughs> meat grinder. <laughs> My question is, uh, it's also known to have extremely poor English dubbing. Oh, man. The, the Which English version did you great. guys watch? The dub. The yeah. or, oh, okay. The dub was uh, made it to, you know, it was pretty, pretty great. Um, and not only that, but it was even better because Bowie left the subtitles on. And the subtitles in no way matched what the fuck <laughs> they were saying. And no, it gets even better. The, the subtitles all gave them, like, you know, Chinese names or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the English dub, it was just shit like, "Hey, I'm Alan." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how was what was translated when uh, "Mad Dragon" slash Zoro? Oh, or they also Z- called him Zoro. Oh, so his name is Zoro, but in Chinese, it's Mad Dragon. Okay, well, yeah, and wow, uh, yeah, there was some guys just named Alan and Brad and Chad and shit, you know, <laughs> and you know, I'm pretty sure it was. Something completely different. I mean, they could have just called him Ricky. I mean, that's no, that's a main character's name. That's taken. Uh, that's okay. taken. Ricky Tan. <laughs> Ricky Tan. <Michigan> Afro. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's what I decided to grace my whole week with. It was great. It was a week long movie. Yeah, I couldn't stomach to see another form of media the whole week. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, All it right. sounds like I haven't heard of this movie, but it sounds like my kind of movie. You should check it out and let us know. Okay. Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Actually, I was reading some of the synopsis here. I'm like, okay, I could see that. It's pretty entertaining. I mean, um, martial art. I mean, I don't, the dystopian future part, I don't care. But if it's like who said me about arts, this? I just heard martial arts come from Martial arts with lots, lots of, blood. of gore. That hey, sounds I, pretty good. I want to preface this with saying that the martial arts part is very, very light. It's more <laughs> the gore. More just fatalities. It's more just like, Someone throwing a fist out and then bam, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just saw a gif of of that where it's like he punches a dude in the head and his head just just gets cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the the kung fu is mostly just the platter that the gore is being. It's the vehicle by. for the gore. Yeah, right. No, the dystopian future. Is the, <laughs> no, that is dystopian the future is the waiter that brings you the plate of <laughs> kung fu. Which canvas in which the gore is splattered? <laughs> it's really the brush and the paint. Sorry. All right. What about you, Stu? What did you see this week besides uh, Independence Day? Uh, so I caught up on, I mean, it's only one episode to catch up on, but I caught up on, uh, uh, what's the show called? The Boys. And then, um, but I, but I guess, uh, more of a investment to watch. I started watching The Terminal List on Amazon. Oh, is that the, um, with, uh, Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt? Yeah. Okay. Thoughts so far? I like it. It's, it's pretty good. It's like a, it's, it's kind of like a. Like a Tom Clancy, if Tom, well, I guess Tom Clancy did do a version of this in No Remorse, but the movie they made was dog shit. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like a better version, almost, of uh, the No Remorse movie right? that they made. Um, or, sorry, not No Remorse, Without Remorse. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a Tom Clancy slash John Wick style movie. Oh, okay. So. So or scorned, not movie, but it's scorned by his government. Yeah, and blah, it's, blah, it's blah. a series. But... To... Oh, gotcha. Kind of mixed in with like a little bit of who done it kind of thing. So, oh, okay. Well, I know that Amazon's really into the uh, Tom Clancy. Like, we how many of the um, Jack Ryan oh, yeah. series did we get already off of uh, Amazon like Prime? Three or four so... seasons. Right. So they yeah. they kind of know what they're. Yeah. Getting dipping their feet yeah. toes into so far, but the, uh, I guess on the, along the lines of the uh, Ricky O Gore Gore Fest Splatter Splatter Fest whatever they called it, uh, this movie has some pretty good. Um, it's not like you know obviously it's not it's not as going to be as much as uh, the story of Ricky O, but it's uh, it's got some pretty good uh, graphic scenes in it, so that's good too. Okay, all right. Um, 
So let's just go ahead and jump over to our box office rundown really quickly. Uh, number one, brand new to the box office is Minions, The Rise of Gru. $107 million. Why are you Wait, hang on. I'm out. I'm out. Before we continue, I need to air something out here. <laughs> here we okay. Go. David, why did you what? have a Minions phone cover for like five years? I was a fan of the Despicable Me movies. Oh my god! Let's go Minion Mondays, am I right? Let's go. <laughs> See, I I thought that was the case, but I didn't want to believe it. Wait, so why? What's wrong with the case? If he had that case on his phone the whole time, Stuart. Of course, it's the case. Yeah. Oh, it's the case. He's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I don't know. I just I don't know. It's, it's never appealed to me, and I thought. I never thought anyone would like it so much that they'd get a a, a, a grown adult man would uh, like it so much <laughs> to get a, a a phone cover. Well, I appreciate that you say grown adult man, Stu. Uh, I've heard, <laughs> starting, that's such a graceful term. I'm starting um, to question that now. But... Just hammer it in. Say I, grown I don't know. For me, I've always man. I've always, <laughs> <laughs> really adult man. Um, this Asian man. <laughs> I don't know. I've always enjoyed animated films, and it was one of those that I kind of liked. Um, I liked the Minions. They were entertaining. So I don't know really what to say. I, are you super thrilled I, about the this? I haven't legacy? seen it. I have. I'm probably interested in watching it, but will I go out out of my way to go to the theater to watch it? Probably not. I'll wait till it uh, hits Paramount Plus or whatever streaming platform they're supposed to have it on. But you could wear your suit and go watch yeah, it, David. You could strap on your old phone case again. Uh, that would have to go on my really janky iPhone 4, I think. It'll just be more of like a ceremonial. Like, it won't actually <laughs> be your phone. But Hey, if there was a discount related to that, then hell yeah, we just. <laughs> All right. Uh, number two, the Top Gun Maverick with twenty five point nice. eight, bringing its grand total so far five hundred and sixty four million dollars. Uh, number three, down from number one, Elvis with eighteen point four, uh, bringing that to a very sad sixty six million. Ooh. Number four, Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Sorry, uh, three hundred thirty two million total. Uh, the Black Phone at number five. Number six, Lightyear. Number seven. Uh, Stu, you kept ask you were asking how many more of these English British films. This is another one, Mr. Malcolm's List, with eight hundred and ten thousand uh, dollars. Number nine, Everything Everywhere All at Once, five hundred fifty-one million. Uh, five hundred fifty-one million. Five hundred fifty-one thousand. Number nine, <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, four hundred and twelve thousand. Number ten, Jug Jug J Ho. I'm yes, that is a Bollywood movie. Nice. Um, falling out of the top ten is the Bob's Burger movie, and Ooh. number ten and number fifteen, the Bad Guys. That also Ooh. fell out of the top ten. Comments, questions, concerns. Okay, so did you all hear about the things that the thing that happened with the Minions movie specifically? No, like what happened with the Minions movie? Okay, so. This is one of these rare instances. I don't know if it's happened in the past before. It might have. Where theaters have been actively turning people away from the movie. Why? Um, There has been a TikTok trend where, well, I feel that this generation just doesn't have their room yet. You know, the room. And so (laughs) people have been dressing up in suits and like pretty much like prom attire to go watch the Minions movie <laughs> and they have just been chucking shit at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, so I, I literally looked up TikTok Minions and then an article from Fortune popped up and there's a picture of like 10 guys all clearly probably in high school um, standing on an else escalator completely dressed to the nines. Here, I'll send this article to you guys. Um, <laughs> they're all have their hands clasped. Is this a thing? What? What? I don't get it. What are they throwing at the uh, the screen? I don't know. They're minion branded dildos. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so apparently a week ago, Bill Hurst, a Australian team, made one of the first renditions of the gentle minions trend on TikTok, that has now received over thirty-five million views. 
Okay. That could be huh. us. We could be dressing in in suits and ties and getting turned away at the door. Why would they turn you away for wearing a suit to a movie? Uh, because that probably means you're going to be chucking <laughs> shit at the screen. <laughs> <clears throat> so, see. I missed my chance because now everyone is being turned away. So, Oh my gosh. Clips on TikTok time. show some be-suited be moviegoers shouting at the screen, throwing bananas and making minion sounds. Oh God. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> thank you tiktok wow okay clearly turning something that was supposed to be for like mostly for kids into a the room yeah. experience didn't you just say that you wanted to watch it yeah. you know mm, do i want to see this circus no i don't you know i i i've, I've dunked a me. lot on uh the zoomer generation but this gives me some hope <laughs> <laughs> this restores some hope for them uh <laughs> If this is their room, you know, I can appreciate that. Well, they did, uh, they are, I think, on track to break the uh, the record for uh, best numbers for 4th of July release that was originally set by Transformers Dark of the Moon. I think the numbers Not are a high bar to clear, I imagine. $115 million uh, for that weekend. They were on pace to make 127 million. So they shouldn't have probably turned anybody away. Uh, they would have cleared that probably pretty easily, but they only got to 123. Man, imagine total. if the theaters didn't interfere with their plans. <laughs> <laughs> ben, were you planning on dressing up as a minion and uh, dressing up as Gru and going to the theater with a bag full of bananas? I wasn't dressing as Gru. But, you know, I had a yellow suit. Now, <laughs> David, you're familiar with the uh, the Minions Extended Universe. <laughs> How are, are bananas like a thing? In the, yeah, in they the they tend to eat the little guys tend to eat a lot of bananas. Oh, they they love bananas. Like the, it's like the spoons. Then okay. it's kind of, yeah, and it's also kind of like they're uh, in Psych. They have the thing with the pineapple. It's right. like their pineapple. For okay, them. it's bananas. Okay. Actually, it's funny. A lot of the th ways that they talk, I was I was sitting next to Irene, and we were watching the, um, we were just watching. I think it was watching the Dodgers, and the uh, commercial came up. I was like, "That sounds a lot like Tagalog," and she goes, "It's close, but none of it's intelligible. It doesn't mean anything when you listen to them talking." So, I don't know where they get that from. All right. Um, so, Stu, you did finish Stranger Things, correct? I I have not yet. I oh, okay. It's one of the things I've been meaning to finish. Okay, well, I'm thinking whether or not I want to use save this for next week, or we could talk about it now. It's not there's no spoilers in it, but uh, the primary character Eleven, right, played by Millie Bobby Brown, has called out the Duffer Brothers for not killing off enough characters. Do you feel that is the case? Do you feel that's that's true? Do you feel like they need to? Well, I feel like that's a little bit of a spoiler, but. Uh... No, as in, like, they were, she was talking about, like, they were wrapping film, and they were taking a group picture, and she's like, there's not even enough room for, like, they're, oh. she's talking about just killing people off in general. She said, and I quote, uh, where is, where, did I, where is that at? Oh, the Duffer Brothers are two sensitive Sallies that don't want to kill anyone off. That's what she said? She did say that. She said yes. sensitive Sallies? Yes. And then she <laughs> said, snap, actor, uh, <clears throat> and then her co, uh, co-star, Noah Schnapp backed her up by stating that the makers need to have a massacre scene where they kill off half the main characters. <laughs> Bobby Brown called out the Duffer brothers for killing David Harper only to bring him back. So you already seen the first part of the, uh, the beginning of this. Wait, season. what? He dies. Shut up. What? I'm ben, serious. Wait, you've never, you wait, Ben, you've already seen it. Haven't uh, you? Now I get to witness. What the matter. fuck, David? <laughs> well, this is what happens when you're late to the God show. God damn it. They, oh, oh, okay. So if you say it, it's completely fine. But if I say something like that, it's only I said, hey, look, I'm going to be Hitler for today or something. Is that it? Is that it, David? Uh, it's better when Wait, it doesn't how, happen to me. <laughs> well, I made sure Stu had, because you said before you didn't want to watch it. Yeah, but I was going to continue watching it at some point. But now, you know what? Let's just Wait, get where are you in this? Where are you in the TV show? 
Uh, like somewhere in season three. I don't know. Clearly not that far. Yeah. Oh yeah, clearly not. not where, uh, right. You know, Hopper dies apparently. Well, but apparently he comes back, so I won't be heartbroken about it. Well, <laughs> you right. shouldn't be. Well, because yeah. you were probably going to watch. I'm not going to be heartbroken about anything anymore, David. I'm numb <laughs> now. Good. Excellent. All right. The cold shell what is around my soul. <laughs> Matt Duffer responded by saying that we are not, in fact, Game of Thrones, and that uh, he said that, that she was hilarious. Pretty much that was it. Yeah. I he think, says, uh, this is Hawkins, not Westeros. I mean, I think you can split the difference. I think there was a there was a part in this latest season where someone could have died. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that would have been really like uh, a really like sharp moment of the series if they had. But then, oh, like a risky move that would have. At well, least I'll just I'll just say something happens where someone's yeah. uh, close to dying, and then they don't. I so. can I can kind of see her point, but the thing that I think is funny, I think is interesting, is that yeah, the star of the show, the one that you can't kill off technically, because that the show kind of revolves around this character. You're the one that's being outspoken about eliminating other people's jobs. That I'm not a fan of. Like, apparently I heard that she has some pretty, like, nasty interactions with, like, fans on the street and stuff like that. And we get it. People are very overzealous when they meet their, like, their favorite character, the, the people, the actors who play their favorite characters and stuff like that. But I don't know. It just, like, it kind of, I don't know, it rubs me the wrong way about, like, her saying stuff mm-hmm. like that. Especially when it ha- when she knows that there's, like, no risk to her career being tarnished. Like, she's, if her character were to be killed off tomorrow she'd be fine because I'm sure she'd get more work. But like some of these guys who are like, you know, fourth or fifth down the line, you call off their character, they may not get another serious role for a long time. Like, why are you so adamant about, you know, well, it's, it's, somebody it's, else's it's, work, It's what the story de- demands or needs, then mm. it's not really... I wouldn't I wouldn't sacrifice a story to keep someone employed, like a actor employed. I mean, I'm sure they'll... They're, I mean, it's their job. They're actors. They can get another gig. I mean, it may not be another Stranger Things, but but yeah, but, but you know, you can't I'm just sure be on Stranger Things some, forever. They're gonna probably have some type of uh, spinoff. I mean, they're talking about like the the age difference between when they first filmed season one to now. I mean, these kids are growing up so fast. Like, you can't keep saying, "Oh yeah, they're like eight years old, twelve years old, or whatever." Like, yeah. they're these are full on adults like, at this point. Let's so. let's check in with our Stranger Things got kids, and and they're in college now. Oh, this, <laughs> this is not as fun anymore. Just... Yeah, it's like you gotta go back and play like you're like barely entering high school. It's like, nah, this person yeah. looks like they probably are about to, you know, accept their cap and gown from. Yeah. Oh, their let's university. check in on Dustin or uh, uh, at his at his uh, nine to five job he's 35 now <laughs> well i mean they did that with uh with it too right they uh fast yeah, forwarded what, 20 years that great so yeah that's right that's not a good uh comparison speaking of stories uh taika ytt is back in the uh back in the news again just by just talking about star wars ben i think there's a high possibility you may get what you want a jar jar binks movie I don't care. Is it a new Star Wars movie or something? Is it a new Star Wars TV show? Is it? Tell me, is it? Is it one of those two? No, it's just a movie. Oh, okay. I don't care. I don't care. It's fucking new Star Wars shit. Who the fuck cares? What if it's What if it's a Jar Jar Binks series where he's where it's centered around pod racing? Go on. <laughs> I'm ben, I, I, I feel like Ben right now doesn't it is feeling very uh I'm numb right now. No, because I am sorry I did not realize that I apologize, Ben. You know what but. we sh- you know what we should do? You know, mm-hmm. if we can get it, our foot in the door at Disney is just be like, look, you guys are you've been shitting the bed these past few shows. <laughs> with, this, with Star what Wars. You, yeah, what you gotta do is you just let's just make like a, a fast and furious style pod Ooh, racing. My God. <laughs> I think we got Ben back in the boat. The force. <laughs> <laughs> That's racing not even, fuel don't even focus on the force or the jedi and the empire or whatever all we're doing is the is the pod racing scene on some planet let's pick some other planet that's not tatooine though uh, but there's so that's such a rich vein it's got desert, really desert. that could be like one of the tracks but it's not going to be the focus like <laughs> 
that's where the championship has to be held. But I would really like to see them race on yeah. Hoth. Yeah, like let's you can have the championship at at on Tatooine, but like let's focus on like some other planet where it's like illegal street pod racing. Ooh. Damn, like Coruscant or some shit. That yeah. Is sick. Oh my god. Yeah, court. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. See, there you go. Dude, this could be like a twelve-part like TV show where they just they do racer profiles for the first like four or five episodes, and then you follow their story as they eventually merge into the final race in the last episode. There's got to be more than one race, though. Yeah, and then you can have season two would be a second race. (laughs) (laughs) We want to milk this thing. We need to make money here. They need to keep us on. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, D- uh, Disney Star Wars, uh, TM, TM, TM. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. If we see this, we're we're going to see. Yeah. July 6, 2022, we coined this idea. This Five, is our, 508, this is our idea. right. Um, speaking of money, uh, apparently, at uh, according to the street.com, the Costco is raising prices on two of their items. It's not the hot dog, and it's not oh. the chicken. Oh. Chicken. I don't know if this matters to you guys or not, but the uh, chicken bake has gone up from two ninety nine to now three ninety nine. And just said it the, wasn't uh, the chicken. It was no chicken, as in the rotisserie chicken. Oh, do you guys like the chicken bake? I mean, sometimes it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I actually just I was got really one ups- the other day and mm-hmm. was kind of reminded, like, oh yeah, this is just okay. Yeah, I was. When did they get rid of the uh, combo pizza? Over the pandemic. Oh, they got Another. rid of the Supreme Pizza? Yeah. Or whatever. Wait, you didn't know that? No, I never noticed. Yeah. It's I know there's pepperoni and just cheese. And the other oh. day I was going to order the combo and I was like, wait, have Why? I just not noticed that it's Is been gone? Is nothing sacred COVID? God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there, uh, Costco is apparently committed to keeping rotisserie chicken four ninety nine. And the hot dog at $1.50. I'd rather That's the not rotisserie change. chicken go up and we still have the combo pizza. If we adjust for inflation, that uh, rotisserie chicken should probably be eight dollars and forty two cents. I think if they if they increase the hot dog combo price, uh, I think they'll, they'll burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they are also increasing the cost of the refillable twenty ounce cup of soda. Went from fifty nine cents to sixty nine cents. But Why I don't would you know. Even, you're such exactly. an idiot if you buy Who? just the soda. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I didn't even know that was an option. You can <laughs> yeah, buy it's like separate soda and they just hand you a hot dog also. <laughs> That's what I always thought was the case. You know, oh. I actually have bought hot dogs before and while I was in line, the lady would or the person in front of me would just turn around and be like, Hey, do you want the soda? I just want the hot dog. <laughs> and you're like, But I would I'm also buying the hot dog. Yeah, so and now I'm gonna it. have two sodas. Just, just keep forward. passing it back. Pay it forward. <laughs> If so yeah, that's that's always the challenge because like, but I want two hot dogs, but I don't want two sodas. So. <laughs> Just turn them into hot dog holders. <laughs> Actually, there was a guy I went to. There was a group of uh, a group of us back in college that went to a Dodger game together and went to the all you can eat section. I'd never seen anybody do this. Instead of putting you know all the condiments on your hot dog and then you know wrap wrapping it back up and going back to your seat, he put. All, he just only liked ketchup, apparently. So he took the the all-you-can-drink cup, filled it with ketchup, and just went up to a seat and grabbed, like, four hot dogs. And he would just dip it in in his... I was like, that's actually kind of genius. Holy shit. Like, if you right, can somehow game, do, wait, wait, like... There, there's there's an all-you-can-eat section at the at yeah, Dodgers stadium? Yeah, you didn't know that? Club. No. I've always wanted to go. Oh, my God. I want. I love the Dodgers. <laughs> I love baseball. It's all, okay, it's, okay, so it's all-you-can-eat hot dogs, I believe, nachos, soda, peanuts? Popcorn, too, right? I believe so. Oh, I'll risk it. All right, let's, let's fucking but go. If, if they oh, could, yeah, there's a possibility Ben may die. Yeah, it's worth it. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. If all he right, eats enough hot dogs, it'll cancel out the... Yeah, it's called the, the Coca-Cola poison. All You Can Eat Right Field Pavilion. Over at <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they hey, they're losing money clearly. Um, to try to try to make if, that a thing. You could, Let's see. Um, now if go you ahead. could just somehow fit those condiments into the cup in the same way that like you have those jars of peanut butter and jelly, mm-hmm. where like one, oh. one quadrant is ketchup or mustard and the other other quadrants relish. You know what I mean? Yep, I see what you're saying. Kind of like the the, uh, the goober peanut butter and jelly yeah. jars. Uh-huh. 
Um, so yeah, so at Dodger Stadium, you're talking about Dodger Dog, unlimited Dodger Dogs, nachos, peanuts, popcorn, soft drinks. Uh, soft drinks would include iced tea and water. Unfortunately, no ice cream, no churros. Who cares? No hot dog yeah, who the fuck cares? What? When's the next game? When? When? When's baseball? When's... <laughs> it's already happening. Oh when's... fuck! Uh, where the fuck am I here? <laughs> I think they're... When's the next baseball scrimmage? <laughs> <laughs> match the next baseball match. God. Uh, let me see when they play next. They play today at seven o'clock. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> Proverbial dust cloud. Ben, I didn't tell you how they how it works. Yet. Oh, Ben's gone. All right. Well, I guess we're never going to hear a fresh perspective on how great Independence Day was. I have to I have to insert the uh, that the car starting up and peeling out sound. <laughs> that was the that was Ben. I was going to say we could try to wrap this up quickly so we can get you out of here so you can make the first pitch. With this traffic, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> That was Dude, the uh, unlimited Dodger dogs. That was the IRL uh, Simpsons gag where they <laughs> yeah. put that out the door and the car peeling out. Oh yeah, I need to go get something. <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? Garage? You mean your car? What do you call it? Car, car hold. <laughs> All right, let's move over to our uh, to our movie of the week this week. All right, Independence Day. Stu, kick us off. All right. Well. In less than an hour, aircraft oh from God. here will join fighters <laughs> around the world. You'll be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. <laughs> mankind. That word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's a fate that today is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win today, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. As the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Oh, yeah! Excellent. Eagle two, Fox three. <laughs> All right, Ben, thoughts on Independence Day as a new person on the block? Motherfucker, I've seen this movie a billion times. You said that you've only seen it once. I said I was kidding. I didn't hear that part. Oh, my God. Yeah, I also <laughs> I've seen this a billion times, and when I first met you all when we're at Evo in the hotel rooms, I remember I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I could talk to these guys. And I remember Sean was just blasted out of his mind. And he was just running down the hallway. yelling, yo, is this book class bulletproof? I'm like, holy fuck, is he talking about Independence Day? And we just, like, start fucking kneeling in the hallway going, no, sir. Thus started the yearly tradition, up until we stopped going to Vegas, of having the security officers knock on our door at 12 or one o'clock in the morning yep. telling us to quiet because john's being too loud yep that, that, that's a great tradition but uh yeah this movie it's still really fucking good man like every fucking year i see it it's it's the same you know um but it did remind me recently about how i had to sit through independence day resurgence <laughs> <laughs> Now that why that, did you why did you have to sit through Independence Day resurgence? Well, because I don't know, it was like the second one, so it's like I gotta go see it, you know. Gotta go see what if, if wasn't it's that good. in 2016? It was, and it was a terrible 2016. I'm still scarred by it today. Oh my it, gosh! It um man, like just everything that made Independence Day good, they tried really hard to like just put it in a checklist and you know mark off all the boxes off. And they tried to capture all that magic, and it just did not work. They even, holy fuck, um, did, did any of you see it, by the way? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. I just realized that A-Train is in it. And then, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's in Resurgence. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he plays the son of... Uh... Will Smith, yeah. So it, it, I, I feel like it was such a... It, it was a movie that you felt 
really when you're looking at it, man this is like such a manufactured movie you know it's it's such a a calculated um product that they wanted to push out to the masses and there wasn't any much more thought into it right like um one of the blaring concepts i have with it or what problems i had with it was the idea of the um the area 51 scientist i don't even know his name that's the thing professor uh, oaken it yeah. was that his name was it the white-haired name? guy right yeah 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 the, 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 the glasses right um <clears throat> they bring him back in the second movie for whatever godforsaken reason uh <laughs> they, they said that you know he had he was in a coma but he survived or some shit and or wait are we doing spoilers or it's why fine, are we talking dude, about resurgence <laughs> Well, anyways, they brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> and for whatever reason, I, I, this irks me so much because I feel like it kind of uh, devalues any any characters that have this quality or trait, you know? Like, um, oh, yeah, he's back and he's gay now. <laughs> you know? And What? Yeah, that-, that was such a weird thing. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know? Like, they made a really big point about it, too. And I, Professor I was, Oaken? Yeah. Oh, and I was, was. like, what, what does that have to do with anything? They, you didn't even mention that in the first movie. You know, it was like, it, it, it really felt like, oh, we got to add this to the checkbox, you know, to get the, the gay vote. You know, it's, it, it's, it's very cheap. And it, you know, it, it really sucks for like movies that do actually have something important to say about that. You know, just like, oh, yeah, let's, let's make him gay. You know, that way we can just say like, we, yeah, we were really appealing to the gay crowd. Yeah. And because um, yeah, everybody loved Professor Oaken. <laughs> yeah, I know. Remember the guy that died? He's That's back. what's going to get people to come the back. The guy who has movie. like three minutes of screen time in the first movie. <laughs> I mean, it's an important three minutes of screen time. No. Yeah. Um, and also the other big gigantic thing that I remember feeling my eyes roll backwards into the crevices of my skull was the fact that they tried to recreate the Bill Pullman uh, speech. You know, they even had him in a hangar and everything and everyone just stopped what they're doing to look over. I couldn't even tell you any single fucking word from that speech, you know? It was just like, holy fuck, you're really going to do this? Like, the speech from the original Independence Day was just so iconic, you know? Because, you know, as cheesy and, like, as over-the-top as this movie was, right? Like, that speech in and of itself, in a vacuum, is still really fucking good, you know? It's just so awe-inspiring and motivational to, to... have this guy talk about like, hey, we gotta like, we gotta unite because we're about to get fucking annihilated, you know? <laughs> like, we're we're not fighting about like any petty differences. No, we're fighting to survive right now. It it still you know gets me going that fucking speech. It's so fucking good. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie is still really really fucking good. I didn't see it until high school, to be honest. Um, when I was a kid. Uh, there was this restaurant that I used to go to with my parents in Roland Heights that had a poster of this up, and I remember <laughs> always seeing it. Resurgence? Was, no, but what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell sometimes with you which one you're talking we're, about. We're off of resurgence. Stop yeah, it. what the fuck, man? Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> they had the poster, the theatrical poster for Independence Day up like hanging because it was some sort of movie theme restaurant i don't know um but the the thing was about the poster i, I can remember staring at it, i'm like wow that looks really cool but the poster says id4 so i was like oh man i have to watch three other movies to get caught up on this i'm not gonna fucking do that like i i uh, thought all the way up until high school until one of my friends showed me like there are like four independence day movies <laughs> so uh to make up for that fact and to make up for the fact that there's not actually you know uh three other sequels to this movie um i have been watching it pretty much every year around this time of year nice yeah why is it when i look it up it says independence day two and three but there aren't any additional movies outside of resurgence oh yeah that is weird like there's only independence day one what happened to two and three that's so fucking who cares why does yeah. four come before the research? Whatever, it's fine. Whatever. All right. 
Um, but yeah, uh, score. I have a feeling I know. Uh, a four out of seven. I don't know. Uh, I can't make anything quirky out of that. Yeah, seventeen seventy six. <laughs> this is a nine out of ten. Out of seventeen seventy six. Wow. What about you, Stu? Um, man, this watching this movie again just kind of reminded me. It's like you know, maybe we're getting old, but it, it's like, man, they they don't make them like they used to. Mm-mm. Like, man, this everything about this movie was so good. Uh, even just in the first act, the way that it it sets up all the introduces you to all the characters and and weaves all their stories in together, it was just just so well done. Um, you know, it's it's got it's you know it's funny, it's it's interesting and exciting, all at the same time. Um, but, and then, you know, plus you get into the second and third acts with, uh, uh, the, all the, you know, the action sequences and then of course the, the finale, but, uh, and you know, just, especially for a movie that was done in, uh, what was it? It's 1996. Correct. Um, like some, a lot of the, the CGI and all the, all the effects still hold up very well. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel like I'm watching some like cheesy, you know, cgi you know i'm sure there, there's probably some cgi movies you could find today that that were made recently that right. don't look as good as this independence day um, resurgence <laughs> <laughs> i thought we were off independence yeah, day we're, resurgence we're talking, david we're talking here <laughs> grown up for talking david uh but yeah just everything about this movie is so good um and you know it really made me just because it's so good, it makes me sad thinking about what they did with the second movie. But, uh, right. but for me, this movie is a, is easily a ten out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna agree with you. It's ten out of ten for me. And if anything, watching this movie again kind of makes me appreciate seeing Top Gun Maverick. I know Top Gun is in the '80s, but uh, seeing what they did with the follow up movie to that, and actually, you know doing it some you know not doing a disservice to it or just kind of just you know shilling out and putting out something that everybody will just throw money at but they actually put took time to actually craft it around you know make make making sure that it uh, it honored the original uh ip it makes me really sad what they did with the uh with resurgence but it makes me really appreciate what top gun maverick was able to accomplish um, doing the same thing. And I think I, I understand what you're saying, but when it comes to the visual effects, um, you know, we, they rely so much on CGI nowadays that they don't actually do any of the practical stuff. Like you could obviously tell that they don't have the technology. They're obviously going to be limited, but they actually had to create sets, right? Miniature sets to be able to blow up. And though that is an incredible amount of detail and painstaking work that goes into that, that I could really appreciate. And, um, you know, I feel like we have lost that like blockbusterness from some of the big movies that have come out, right? Because they're so, you know, focused on CGI and stuff like that that we kind of lose that edge of having that uh, the practical effects. Because there's a little bit of chaos when it comes to um, how some of the buildings explode and stuff like that, and you really just can't do that. You can't replicate that with uh with CGI. It feels like for the most part. So. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you on there. Um, I think, do you guys think that Resurgence would have been saved if they had gotten Will Smith to reprise his role? No. That's, I mean, there's a lot of other things you got to do before you get to that point. Yeah. Uh, like, and this is probably one thing, like, I think Resurgence fell victim to, like, the whole, you know, the current Star Wars trend where you take a you know, beloved character from the original and then you just shit on them. <laughs> like, like where, where we last left, uh, Bill Pullman's, you know, uh, President Whitmore, you know, he was he was coming out of an F eighteen after fighting aliens, and and you know, shooting down alien ships and stuff in an F eighteen, and then we meet him again in Resurgence, and he's like a weathered shell of himself. We're like, <laughs> what is this? No, this guy was was flying fighter jets and shooting down aliens last time we saw him, but. Yeah. I think that that's the problem. I don't know what that this uh, motif is where you take things people love and you just shit on them, but uh, it's got to stop. Yeah. And that's I think what I think that's what Maverick did uh, very well. 
Yeah. What do you? I feel, I feel like there are some sequels that kind of do it well. I don't know why, but I I do get excited when they make sequels to like very very old movies like that. You know, like Ghostbusters Afterlife. I think did a good job with those characters, mm-hmm. right? right? Um, Top Gun Maverick, of course. Uh, another one I thought did really well was uh, Blade Runner. If you all have seen that one. Yeah, that was good um, too. Yeah. yeah. What would you guys like to see that's an old IP that you would like for them? If they can do it faithfully, um, and not a reboot, but something that you guys would like to see the story continue for at least one more um, movie. Can you guys think of one that you guys would like? Man. Yeah, there was, there was one I was, um, I was tracking a while back. Um, it was the guy, it was the director of uh, District 9, I think, Neil Blom- uh, Blomkamp. Yeah. Yeah, Neil Blomkamp. There was some there was some story a while back about him getting together with um um uh Charles oh Copley. No, no. Uh Sigourney Weaver and Michael Bean to kind of do like a an a, an actual Alien 3, kind of like retconning um you know the Alien 3 that we got. Mm. Um there was like some, you know, some it never got off the ground I think, but there was some talks or discussions about them doing that and i was really looking forward to that if they were to do it yeah it did get canned so that that made me sad but that that would have been something i really would have liked to see i would have liked for them to do a better version of the uh of the sequel for predators the uh arnold schwarzenegger i know that they did one predators like to bring back arnold yes wait you mean you didn't like predators no i like predator but i didn't oh the new one from no, 2010 new, the new one's called the predator yeah no no oh. <laughs> that one's dog shit <laughs> no i would i would like the, to see is the one where they all get transported to that planet yeah predators is with uh adrian brody that one was decent yeah i, I thought that was okay yeah but yeah it would have been cool to if for them to bring back arnold at some point yeah, I mean, he obviously wouldn't be the same. Like, obviously, he'd play the same character, but it wouldn't be to the same uh, capacity of what he would do. But I think it'd be kind of cool to see him reprise his role, but kind of like more in a, you know, he's been doing this for a long time. He outsmarts a little bit more. They're back for revenge. That kind of. I think that would have been cool. So what you're that's saying what is you want to see a, a new Predator movie that's more like Home Alone. <laughs> I actually yeah, remember you mean there was convalescent home alone. <laughs> there was a I don't He's know if back. this is ever true or not, but I read something a long time ago about the Predators movie with Adrian Brody and you know I forgot who else was in it, but there was there was talk of some like a, a post credits or deleted scene where uh, Arnold shows up on the planet. Um, oh, like where like he at the end he like lands in like a thing and he comes out. He's wearing like a Predator helmet. Because like he's been he's like been adopted by like the predators or something. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, there was some, there was some something like that. I don't know if it's true or just fan fiction. Hmm. Oh, what about the thing? How would you guys feel about a sequel to that? It might be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It's like at, the thing to me is perfection. You know, so adding on to that is like why would you ruin a good thing? You know, even if it might be better, like right it's now, Hollywood. I think it's, you know, it's great. Just to but take they did it, leave you know. a, a cliffhanger for you, though, at the very end. I didn't really think of it as a cliffhanger, though. It was more of like, you can I, decide I feel like how that overall ambiguousness kind of mm. tied into the rest of the movie, right? It was just like, oh, fuck, you know, is he the thing or not? Is is Kurt Russell the thing? We don't know. Oh, and you're saying if they were to create a sequel, it kind of ruins that mystique. Yeah, and you it, kind of it, lose the charm and the... Uh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, because then you know for sure which one of them wasn't, you know, and that kind of sucks. Yeah, um, that's why... Um, well, I, I had a, like a little bit of a an irk with the new Blade Runner movie just because it kind of did that too, where people weren't sure if... Uh, Harrison Ford was a replicant or not. And in the second movie, I guess they kind of confirmed that no, he is not a replicant. He is full human. So 2049, right? Yeah, 2049. Okay. But the rest of the movie was phenomenal. It was 
it's it was strange to get a movie like that that was able to capture the essence and the same feel as the original and even i felt like was better than the sequel so and it was one of those rare cases where i'm like yeah this you know like blade runner was amazing but holy fuck the sequel was a million times or not a million times better but it was better yeah i think you know, blade runner the, i think blade runner 2049 is one of those instances where uh the use of uh cgi actually was able to enhance the yeah, movie rather than detract from the it. ambiguity of it no no no. the cg like the C- use of cgi like was actually a welcome um change oh, for this oh, movie oh, oh. yeah I see. um so you can like especially like when he goes to where was it like when he goes to vegas yeah like that was intense oh so. my god yeah i love i love the visuals and all that movie but yeah like but like i'm saying that i feel like that's like one of the very rare instances where you take like a perfected movie expand on it and get something even better you know hmm. i don't know why but when i ask the question all the the only movies that keep running through my head are all arnold schwarzenegger movies why do i want to see because i wanted to see like what would happen after the you guys ever seen running man yeah i still haven't what that one's so good that would have been great i would love to see a sequel to that i wonder what they would do with it but i mean but yeah, I feel like a lot of those movies back in like the 90s and 80s tended to be, uh, you know, just solo adventures and just kind of that's it. But all right, guys, any other thoughts before we wrap this one up? Uh, man, Independence Day, such a I don't think they I can't Jeff's think kids. of like a movie that's more of a summer blockbuster in, of like that they've made recently that is can rival it. It it's definitely a movie where like the scope of it and just the the grandeur you know like everything that encompasses is just so out there you know and it was very ambitious for the time too you know um, mm-hmm. I'm really disappointed that I guess the rest of the director Roland Emmerich's movies haven't really been able to capture that um, I don't know what changed I haven't really followed like what his crew was comprised of like whether it be like the script writer the screenwriter or whatever. But yeah, it was just not able to capture that kind of magic. Like, you know, Day After Tomorrow, fucking 2012, like all that. Like, I've watched them and every time I left disappointed. I haven't um, seen Moonfall yet. I don't know if I am going to see it ever. But yeah, it just didn't have like the same kind of likable characters or like anything that memorable to it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, join us next week as we cover in our movie of the week, Thor, Love, and Thunder, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts at. We're available on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Google, and Apple Podcasts. As always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash dose and a half Cinco's. Don't forget to tip your ranking master. Stay safe out there, and we will see you guys in the next one. Hey, bye. 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 Bye